It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Fall is here and we could all use a stiff breeze. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life, but let Blue Chew take you the rest of the way. BlueChew.com and the code TMS. Coming up on TMS, are you okay if I do both holes at once? Horking up a Loki. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a controversy. Full service European spa. Broken nose Jim Jam. Snipping the old trunk. The Utah pizzazz. Hello, friends. It's Seinfeld. Cheers. <laughs> Milking the teat of God. I press X to doubt. There's no loafing at the Sourdough Hotel. Complex hairy one. Baldwin. More like heroin, am I right? Live from a moon tower, it's Justin Robert Young and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The Homes of Tomorrow. In the modern homes of tomorrow, design is almost as important as function. From the tangly table to the nearly unsittable chair. This is my very first Corella de Vildal, and I am so lucky to have her. Greetings, Earth Lady. May I interest you in some guacamole? This is the Morning Stream. Good morning and welcome to TMS, everyone. It's uh, Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson, and that's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Scott Johnson, and hi, uh, listener. You, right yeah. there, just you, listener. Each and every one of you. You're special. In your own way. Secret of podcasting right here. Pretend you're just talking to one listener. Yeah. Hey, listener. Hey. Yeah, yeah this is good advice. Yeah. Are you warm? Yeah. <laughs> you warm? You know, do you need a blanket? Yeah. You need some soup? A little bit of soup. Are you hungry? Yeah. yeah are you? <laughs> we know how to talk to our people. That's uh, right. Welcome back, everyone. It's good to have you here. We're excited yeah. to bring you a Tuesday episode of the show. I slept like garbage, so if I seem a little slow today... Like a little Logi, not Logi, uh-huh. not Loki, Logi is the word. Logie. Logie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logi is the word you're looking for. Yeah, but didn't we just didn't we hork up Logies in the '80s too? You're, you're up all night to get Logi. Oh, those were Loogies. Uh <laughs> no, I mean really, I mixed it up. Oh, did you really? <laughs> I wasn't kidding. <laughs> I thought that was a dad joke. No, I was like, wait a minute. Did we used to hork up? Logies? No, we lo- so loogies. Up loogies. Yeah, it was loogies. Put an extra O in I liked it also. You know, we kind of made up the word loogie, and we made up the word hork to define the process of, you know, yeah. doing that. That. Uh, yep. We're the greatest. Of- we're the greatest generation. No one ever says it, but we are. Exactly. We really yeah. are. Don't forget it. 
We're smart. Yeah, when we die, <laughs> what's this world going to do? What a cultural mess it's going to be when we live. That's right, exactly. Anyway, uh, I'm dying to know how your nose waxing went. Can we get an yeah. update? How'd that go? Uh, all right, so I walk into the place, uh, answer a couple of questions and, you know, uh, uh, just basic stuff. Uh, any allergies or any, are you taking any medications? I think they're, they're kind of wanting to make sure that if there's blood, I'm not mainlining Bayer aspirin to, to <laughs> make sure the clot's up. Oh, right. Um, Nothing. But I'm, I'm uh, walked into the, uh, into one of the little, little rooms, little doctor's office rooms. It's a nice little spa, a European waxing spa center, something like that here in Arvada just what, opened up. What makes it European? What, what do they do that's, uh, you know? Uh, I don't know because last I checked, Brazil was in South America, so <laughs> Brazilian, uh, not quite European. I think it's just it's just a European style, okay, spa. All right, still curious uh, what that would actually mean. Like, do they I have? Do, yeah, I'm curious about that too. I'm sure, yeah. somebody out there knows what, what's 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 so special about European yeah. waxing. Yeah, anyway. I mean, they may have invented a lot of this stuff, so maybe it's just a maybe that's know. it. Maybe yeah. they're the 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 waxing pros. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm ushered into the back by uh, Sophia, a lovely young woman who I'm guessing is uh, uh, a year out of beautician school or out of out of the place where they're trained to yeah. to do this sort of thing. Sure, very very uh, 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 European sounding name as well, Sophia. Sophia, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Uh, she she was she's from here. We had plenty of time to talk, so she's actually a Colorado native. Nothing European about that. About oh, that's that a shame. Yeah. Uh, the the room has a bed, like a doctor's office bed, with the roll of butcher paper that oh, they can yeah. just tear off and pull up a new mm-hmm. butcher paper. And I thought, all right, well, do you just need me to sit here? She's like, oh, I'm actually going to have you lie down and put your head on the, the pillow area in the back. I'm like, all right, cool. A full-service European uh, spa, it turns out, is what Full-service European spa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so she's uh, heating things up. Have you ever had this done before? I'm like, no. And I said, I hear it doesn't hurt as much as you'd expect it would because it's not like plucking a single uh, nose hair. It's, you know, for whatever reason, it doesn't hurt when you do them all. Do them all She's like, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's it's more like a, uh, like the shock, um, but there's no, no residual pain. That's true. I've done this before, not in a good clinical uh, place like that. Like I had a friend do it. And oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't say friend. Kim's sister, Sarah, she's also a friend, I suppose. She yeah. did it. And the first nostril didn't go well. Just about pulled my oh. brain out because uh, it just she didn't get it all. She like didn't yank hard enough, or I don't know what the deal was. <laughs> Hadn't dried enough. I don't know. But then the other nostril went fine. I've never done it since though. Um, but you're right. There's this moment of like, like ah. But yeah, then you're done. It's fine after that. Yeah, no big deal. Oof. Yeah. All right. So uh, oh, yeah, and, and I'll tell you some horror stories that she told me after uh, in a second here. All right. So uh, um, she says, "All right, well, let's go ahead and get started. Are you okay if we do both nostrils at once, or you know, do you feel claustrophobic?" Um, and I think she just and she obviously just meant putting wax in both, but pulling each one individually, sure. like pulling both simultaneously, feel like it would just rip the <laughs> nose right off of my face. Yeah, nobody wants nobody wants a twofer. Don't ask. For nobody that. wants a twofer. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, totally fine with that. So she actually she puts the wax in the first nostril and and lets it uh, solidify in there, and um, and she keeps coming over and kind of like pushing the sides of my nose just to make sure that that the entire nostril is getting the wax. She's like, yeah, you know, um, those you know people trying to do this stuff at home. There's uh, 
horror stories I've seen online about them pulling and they just pulled a stick out. They pull too early yeah. and the stick comes out of the wax. And now they've got this big ball of wax in their nose and no way to quickly pull it out. It's just got to be like, yeah, sl- like broken up and pulled out individually. And oh, yeah. I've horror, seen TikTok videos where both nostrils end up with wax still in them and the guy just struggling to get them out of there. And they ended up, I mean, you basically have to kind of perform. Uh, tweezer surgery on yourself for an hour. It's horrible. Uh, an hour of constant nose hair pulling, yeah. just to get all that wax out. It's Horre- horrible. horrendous. That's not what you signed up for. So good. You're in a you're in yeah. a place that knows what they're doing. That's important. They know That's what good. they're doing, right? So uh, first one solidifies, and she comes over and holds holds my nose steady, and then just goes yank, and all right there's no residual pain yeah but to say that it's completely <laughs> pain free yeah it's kind of misleading it's but it's not like you know like if you if you pinch yourself or you get a burn or you um poke yourself with a needle you've got lung residual pain sure um with this it was instant and it's gone yeah Weird, and, right? It's um, weird that that's even true. It's so it's weird. It's really weird. It's like the only the only place I've ever I can ever think of experiencing that was with this. It's just like bam and 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 that's it. And it's yeah. not a lot of pain. It's more like it's like the amount of pain from um maybe a mild slap. Yeah. But one that not hits a, you, not one, a hard slap but like a just like a little whack, like right. that kind of slap. But it's yeah, like when exactly. the, it's like one from a stranger in a busy mall, and you didn't expect it. That's what makes yes, it weird. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but the then they run away, and there's no residual. Like I still feel where I just slap myself in the face, even though that was a mild slap. Mild coffee in the chat calls it the wasabi of pain. I think that's actually pretty good. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. yeah, because it's like wasabi heat doesn't last a super long time. It's pretty quick. Yeah, I agree. That's good. Uh, it also cleans out your sinuses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like this. Dual use. Uh, um, so, so I'm like, all right, well, you know what? That wasn't so bad. It's actually, you know, not bad at all. Um, and they, she did the other nostril and then she went back and did each nostril a second time. Oh, uh, just cause, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you got the stumps or, uh, so <laughs> you didn't get them all or whatever. So she went in there twice. I've been cultivating for a long time. Look, I use a nose hair trimmer. I've used one for 40 years or 35 years or however long, um, I've been having to do this thing. Yeah. And I have to go in there and hit it weekly, sometimes even maybe a couple times a week, about mm-hmm. three times every two weeks or something. And I'm just tired of it. And uh, for 15 bucks to not have to worry about it for a month or so, psh, worth it to is me. This, is the stereotype true that um, if you're bald, hair grows wackadoo in other places? Like it grows more than it's supposed to or should or faster or whatever, like mm. ear hair, nose hair, that kind of stuff? I have no idea because I don't know what. Um, it seems like um, people say that, but I don't know if that's true. Like know? the hair's got to go somewhere, and it can't come out the head, so it's got to <laughs> right. It's got to come out somewhere. <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't know if it works that I don't way or think not. But. So I mean, I don't feel like uh, you know my. I'm certainly not a Baldwin in the chest hair department. No. Um. No. My who is eyebrows who is? or ear hair or anything like that aren't aren't excessive. I don't know. Those guys so, are more hair than man. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah, the, those guys, the bald ones are more hair than yeah, men. They should be called the hair ones, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, all in all, good experience. Oh, and so I walk out of there, and I'm getting my wallet out to pay for it. And she's like, well, you know, uh, this is your first time here, and your first visit is free. And if you want to sign up for a 
um, a regular visit, you certainly can. We'll schedule for four weeks out and you can just come in. And if you do that service, then you can buy 15 visits for uh, the price of nine or something like that. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm I'll good. come back in when my, when my nose is out of control. Yeah. I looked at like how much I'd save. It's like, that's not worth it enough uh, to me to prepay for 15 visits. No, so, no, no, no. That's uh, how they try to I, get you. you know, I understand. Yeah. It's not for me. Listen, they have to do the same spiel. I'm sure for ladies getting the uh, the old Brazilian, getting the landing strip done, uh, who are off on their way to Saint Tropez to, you know, naked sunbathe on the sand, they probably do need to come in a little bit more often. But for uh, for old uh, Shanaz here, not a problem. Yeah. Uh, I did tip Sophie. I tipped her five bucks. Oh, that's a pretty good tip. And it, so. So, um, she said, well, your first visit's free. I'm like, well, I'd like to leave Sophie a tip. And she says, oh, okay, just put it here. And she points to like a little wooden desk, um, a desk thing. Like, like you'd get it, uh, office max, like a little wooden thing. It's got pens sticking out of the top of it. I'm like, oh, okay. It's weird. So I can't just hand you the money. You hand it to her. I'm guessing you have to sanitize it or something. That's weird. All right. That's fine. So I set the $5 bill on the, on the thing. And then, you know, we, I answer the questions about the, um, uh, uh, you know, buying the multi-pass, <laughs> the Lilu Dallas nose hair multi-pass. Yeah. And she's, okay, I guess that's it. Well, did you, did you want to tip Sophie? And I said, oh, I did. I put the $5 right here. She's like, oh, and she reaches around and grabs it and then grabs the paper envelopes that apparently she was pointing to that are sitting on this desk. Oh, well, why would you know that? Why would you know that? Because they weren't even facing me. They looked like, um, it looked like white post-its. The the front of the envelope was facing me instead of the telltale flap side of the envelope. Hmm. Yeah, you'd never know. Why, who was supposed to know that? Nobody knows Who's that. supposed to know that? So, uh, uh, what do you, so What's your take like, on the whole, like, uh, um, no, we need, uh, nose hair removal is bad because it's good for filtration and, like, during COVID time, it's a better way to filtrate air and whatever it's your natural filtration system i think it's i agree with that i think that uh that you do need nose hairs and the when they do the waxing they're really only going about maybe a quarter of an inch half an inch up in there oh and uh um i still listen believe me the 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 forest is still strong the muir (laughs) woods are still growing uh, up north, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just the uh, just the parking lot's been cleared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, sounds all right to me. Look at Brian; he's a he's a clinic or a, what do you call it? You're you're now well, you're not a regular in the sense that you prepaid for anything, but you know, look at you right. getting yourself a little self care, a little nasal, a little self care, a little man. What yeah. do they call that? Uh, man, manscaping, grooming, manscaping. Thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah, or grooming, a little manscaping. Sir. Yeah, now now uh, Tina doesn't have to go. What's in your nose? Brian, you might want to go use the Norelco tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to go see my parents. Do you mind maybe giving the nose a trim? <laughs> She's right. really never said that. No, but, but it's my uh, favorite. It's my favorite new scenario where she talks that way. That's amazing. But I'll be honest. Listen, you know, full disclosure here. I'll, I'll be vulnerable, vulnerable here for the for the fine folks listening. The fine folk, that one person listening that I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah, the um, individual. Sometimes yeah. when I'm out 
uh, and about, and I blow my nose yeah. and I wipe and stuff, and I don't have a mirror to look into or anything like that. Maybe there's a little tiny um, something uh, on the end of a friggin' nose hair that's sticking out of uh, the the second floor window, yeah. looking like it's gonna jump. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and that's that's the the vanity reason that I got this thing done. Did I ever tell you about the? Uh, I think I did. I think I told you about when I went to um, First Watch for oh, breakfast. Oh, yeah. This place out here. <laughs> you talked about... You and know. I walk out of there and I... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I had no idea that these two yeah. beautiful young women at the front counter were <laughs> laughing and smiling at me because I had a big bug hanging out of my nose oh, instead of... Oh, you uh, had a bug hanging. Nobody wants a bug hanging. Nobody. A bug hanging, so... I mean, we're human beings. Exactly. We have bugs hanging, but we don't like it. We don't like to do it. Exactly. Hey, something yeah. else that's gotten removed can I, or getting removed today. Oh, Brian, you've can decided I tell you to how go... excited I am about this, Scott? You're getting the snip snip or you already had the snip snip. What are you getting? I already about? had the snip snip years ago, 20, 24 years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the tree, the tree that has been the bane of our existence. Oh, it's the tree out. That was Woo! the source well, it's coming out today. Oh, okay. Uh, the tree that was the source of too much hassle with the Russian neighbors, the yeah. tree that hangs over our side and dumps all its crappy-ass cottonwood leaves all over our yard and none on the neighbors, yeah. and looks dangerous every time it's loaded with snow dangling precariously over our roof, it's coming out today. They, uh, <laughs> they, they had two trees along our fence. They removed the, the back one yesterday, and... Uh, and then the main one, the big problem, the, the the one that reaches underground with its roots and strangles our sprinkler system and requires hundreds of dollars an hour's worth of work, is finally coming out. Do you uh, uh, does the, do you think the Russians know? Do you think they're aware that this finally? No, happened? I don't think they do because um, this these people bought the house. The people before. The people there in there currently uh, were renting the house, and they couldn't do anything about the tree. But now the Russians are not involved. They, they, oh, you know, maybe sold. they'll, yeah. maybe they'll drive by someday, nostalgia, and come see and like, oh, tree is gone. Where oh, is tree? You know, we not see tree. Where is, where tree? is it? Where is this tree? tree remove you? But, uh, <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well done. So uh, the the too much hassle tree finally coming down. <clears throat> That's a long time to wait for a tree to. It is. To go, it is. You know, I think you guys have been uh, pretty, pretty patient. Well done. It's a friggin' monster. Uh, a couple of quick emails. Yeah. I wanted to get through this morning before we uh, get to our news. And uh, one of them is from T Glass, which is a great rapper name. T Glass. Yeah. Yeah. T Glass. Tell us what's going on, T Glass. Yo, yo, yo. T Glass here. I, I can't do T Glass. <laughs> anyway. Not to be confused with Ice T Glass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he says, old outrage is new again, and I agree with him. Okay. He says, dear Snowpiercer and Bullet Train. Uh, I don't know what the reference is there other than the S and the B, but uh, Snowpiercer Yeah, I mean, Snowpiercer is the, they're just two famous, or two trains. Okay. I love Snowpiercer is that movie. Too. Yeah. The the director of Parasite. The show's okay. Yeah. The director of Parasite made it, so I probably should. That's right. It. Yeah. You probably should. Anyway, uh, it says, funny how people are making a big deal of the Seinfeld being cropped. We talked about it yesterday. Seinfeld first appeared on streaming platforms with Hulu, and it, had, and it was the cropped widescreen version then. Here is a six-year-old Reddit thread about it. Wow. Internet's got to outrage, I guess. Signed, T-Glass. Yeah, so the whole thing with the, the Seinfeld thing is not even a new thing. And I thought I thought it was 4-3 over there, but it wasn't. It was sixteen nine, and he's at right. Hulu, so they already they already did the conversion at Hulu. Yeah, funny. Yeah, I I didn't remember it either. And um, yeah, sure enough, 
there's uh, some some angry. Why is there an NSFW better example from TBS? Why is this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Oh, it's because the uh, it's, it's it. when what's her face is coming out of the pool, and I think she's nude. topless. She's nude. She's nude. Well, she's topless. Well, that was a topless woman on Seinfeld. Look at that. What? What? Really? Did that really happened? Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. Know that. Oh, I do too. The one from the pool, or the one where? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the shrinkage. The episode. Shrinkage episode. Yeah. There's a. It's just her back, though, right? Well. In the four three version, it's just her back. In the sixteen nine version, yeah. you get uh, you get side boob. Hard hard to see nipple, but lots of side boob. Oh wow, wow, yeah. really? Yeah, wow. are you, yeah. Are you looking? You want me? Here's a link. <laughs> yeah, send this. Oh, you put it in the chat here. I see it. I put uh, it in the chat, but I'll put it in here as well. Let's take a look here. I'm not putting it on screen, chat. Don't get excited. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Oh, geez. So you go sixteen nine. You get the full. You get the full breastage. You do, yeah. You can't really see, you know, it's it's a motion blur, but... Uh, She's probably wearing pasty cap things pasties, or whatever. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure there's something, yeah. Yeah. But I don't like the look on Michael Richards' face. I think he's looking a little skeevy there. Something going on. <laughs> he looks nonplussed, like non-affected by the whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's Whereas Elaine and Jerry are both like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now They're, they practice their reaction shots. Twelve-year-old me would be thrilled about this discovery. This yeah, would be, right, exactly. I'd be losing my mind, going, "Where can we find a print of this?" Uh, holy crap! Pause it. Hey, pause it, everybody. Look right, at what I can see. Right, exactly. But now, it's not that shocking. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, oh, thank well. you for that, T Glass. You're great. Your new album's awesome. Good job. Super controversial, but I really like your your uh, your hip hop stylings. It's great, T Glass. Keep those emails coming. We appreciate it. Sure. Uh, Andy wrote in and says, "Okay, I'm going to do it in Andy's voice. He's okay. in Canada, so first of all, this is for him. Canada. All right, that's for him. And then I'm going to pull this way <laughs> away from me over here. Yeah, yeah. Good and call. I'm going to say it in the way he's written it. Here we go." Lake Louise is in Alberta, not British Columbia. I'm yelling. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Love the show, though. I'm angry. I'm Canadian. Sorry again for all the yelling. There. Okay. Good. We cleared it up, though. Uh, if anyone was confused, I guess whatever that is, or whatever that lake is, it's in uh, it's in Alberta. So yeah, it's just west of Calgary. Yeah. I uh, I think it, it was because it was in the British Columbia news is the problem. Yeah. That was that was was misleading. Look, yeah. it is right on the friggin' border. I'm yeah, looking right at there, it right dude. now. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah, the border goes right next to it. So it's almost right. like it's part of the border. Part of the lake is part of the border, kind of um, ish. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it feels like the border might be different. Hard to the tell on Google there. Maps. Yeah. Um, Google oh yeah, Maps. no, no. Yeah. The the border goes uh, over um, the mountain, Mount Aberdeen. Mount Aberdeen. Mount Aberdeen. Excellent. Uh, so there you go. Angry Canadian. Well done, uh, Andy. We appreciate you letting us know. Yeah, sorry, Andy. Th- sorry, sorry, yeah, Andy. We're really sorry about Forget everything. Getting that Andy. wrong, but uh, yeah. yeah, we feel really bad. Truly. Sorry, uh, not sorry. Sunglow wrote. <laughs> Sunglow Glow wrote in uh, talking about the whole Smokies thing, like when people called police uh, Smokey. Yeah. Like Smokey yeah. and the Bandit and all that. He says, "Dear Smokey and the Bandit." Uh, a Smokey wears a Smokey Bear hat. Most CB nicknames for police and their vehicles are visual puns. Love the show, though. Sunglow. 
Sure. I mean, like the gumball machine is the is the thing on top, the the siren lights and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I thought Smokey wears a Smokey Bear wears a ranger hat. Um, isn't it a flat hat with like two tassels? Yeah, it's like a it's like a squished um, Pharrell Williams hat. (laughs) Yeah, it's a squished Arby's hat. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, it is like it's like a mounty hat, is what it is. Like a mounty hat, yeah. Speaking right. of the Canadians. Canada! Here, look right here. This is a smoky hat chat room. Do you guys see that? And there's some that even have Smokey the Bear written on it. It's got a little neck uh deal. Uh okay. So cops in certain places out in rural places wear these kind of hats, I guess. Or they did. Right. Right. Um I don't know if they would now though, because you're right, they are Pharrell Williams hats. Cause I'm happy. Yeah. Just a smaller version of it. <laughs> happy, happy, or whatever song. What's that song? Happy, right? Happy. happy. Uh-huh. happy. Is it just called Happy? Uh, <laughs> what happened it's just to Pharrell? Happy. He Isn't was there a happy song. By <clears throat> he was. Something? He was having a moment. What happened to his? Where is he now? What's going on with him, Pharrell? I don't know. I don't know what's happening uh, with him. Somebody, by the way, somebody in the chat room quoted Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. TVZ Gone mentioned Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Yeah. Uh, I learned because that was a New York Times crossword clue last week that there's controversy about um, Fuzzy Wuzzy. It's a a very racist thing. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. I had no idea. I I still don't know. What's still give me the skinny? uh, Fuzzy Wuzzy was a racist term for the natives of East Africa. A Fuzzy Wuzzy? Like the full term? Yes, exactly. And it came from British... um, British troops, British military. Oh, it sounds British now that you say that. Fuzzy wuzzy. I've seen a fuzzy wuzzy coming to the camp like, or whatever. Really? How yeah. is this? I never knew this was a, like, until last week. I'd never heard anything bad about fuzzy wuzzy. Well, fuzzy wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy wuzzy had no hair. Yeah. Fuzzy wuzzy uh, didn't care. Uh, fuzzy wuzzy. It, okay, so fuzzy wuzzy was a bear. Translates to uh, the um, the Eastern uh, African uh, people were giving the British Army trouble. Is like was a bear as opposed to, oh man, that that uh, oh. uh, yard work was a bear. Okay, that Russian tree removal was a bear, like that. Yes, exactly. Okay, uh, fuzzy wuzzy had no hair. Formula explaining why the fuzzy wuzzies did so well was a clean square root relationship, not a complex hairy one. <laughs> the scale, the strength of the forces scaled only linearly with the firepower of the British troops, with the square of the numerically superior fuzzy wuzzy troops. Uh, there's a there's a title in uh, complex hairy one. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where or how it is worded, but someone do complex hairy one. There's a title in there. <laughs> complex everyone yeah. yes all right i didn't yeah I so no idea. i had no idea either so everybody uh quit singing the fuzzy wuzzy song to your kids because apparently now that's racist fuzzy wuzzy was a bear fuzzy wuzzy had no hair okay fuzzy now he wasn't fuzzy was he was he that's a shitty thing yeah it is it okay is. Just i hate some- learning that that you know things like that uh that were that you know we all just took is like an innocent little thing have uh, racist roots long time no see has been the hardest one for me to to quit using because i'll see somebody and i'll want to say oh man long time no see yeah or i'll text or something like that and uh um 
Yeah, no, it uh, it, it uh, you can't use how, that. How about that itsy bitsy spider business? Is that a is that a guy uh, so far so good? I think we're good on the itsy. Okay, how about so far so good? <laughs> oh. How about that phrase? <laughs> I don't know. You know, now that I say that, I wonder if that's uh, well, you know, it's another... a reference to Jamie Farr, and uh, he's <laughs> he's got some uh, you know Arabic uh, yep. uh, uh, heritage. I have no idea. Burgess Diesel says you got this in the New York Times crossword. Yeah, I am. Like the uh, the the clue was something like um, nursery rhyme or uh, uh, rhyming animal from a nursery from a children's rhyme or something like that and the answer was fuzzy wuzzy but in the comments of the new york times because sometimes when i'm struggling with a clue i'll go look at the comments and sometimes people will give a inadvertently give a hint Mm -hmm. and uh, they said i can't believe you'd include that racist clue in your crossword Uh, i'm done subscribe sir wow that's a rage quit of a highfalutin rage quit is what that is yes Yes. Well, I uh, feel like I learned something that I didn't yeah. want to learn, but I did. I know. I learned it. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you got to learn things you don't want to learn. All right. It's true. Yep. That's it's just so the true. damn truth. Now the news. Yeah. It's time for the news. It's brought to you by. Brought to you by a change in plans. Hey, look, everybody. Boop got pushed to today at 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Make sure if you missed it yesterday, don't worry. You still have a chance to hear it today. 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Derp. Yeah. Maybe yesterday you were like, oh, I forgot. And then you're now I'm telling you you still have a chance is what I'm saying. Today at 3.30. Okay. Me, Dunaway, making it. It's happening. Watch for it. Catch it. This, this fall on NBC. All right. Moving on. <laughs> we got a story here about a missing drunk man. Okay. Spent hours helping a search party look for himself. I want to thank uh, William for this story. He sent this in uh, via email. Thank you, William. The morning stream at gmail.com. Anyway, the missing man in Turkey. This is in Turkey. Apparently, people in Turkey know how to party because listen where this went. All right. Missing man in Turkey accidentally joined his own search party and looked for himself for hours before he realized he was the target of the rescue. According to local media reports, Behan Mutlu, Mutlu. He's, he's apparently a really useful guy. If it takes him hours after helping search for somebody <laughs> to re, to want to finally ask the question. By the way, who are we searching for? Yeah, yeah. Who are we? Lo- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's almost like a movie, you know. It totally like is. Like some drunk guy. Like I don't know who would do it. I, I picture different actors, but I see him just going, "Oh, this is great. We're gonna find him, aren't we? Who are we looking for again? So and so. Oh, that's me. Like I can just see this movie play out." I'm picturing, I'm picturing Dudley Moore. Yeah. <laughs> who, are, who are we looking for again? <laughs> That's not bad. I've never heard you do a Dudley Moore. That's, That's not my bad. My first ever Dudley Moore, everybody. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad. Oh, you can see Bill Murray doing this, it, sure. This kind of movie would not play well today. <laughs> <laughs> Bio Cow's right. Bill Murray'd fit. That'd be a good one. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. Yep. <laughs> it's like Waldo looking for himself. That'd be funny. Uh, well, anyway... According to these reports, 50-year-old man from rural the rural region of Turkey was out drinking with friends when he wandered off into a nearby forest and didn't return. Worried about him, his friends and his uh, or his friends alerted authorities who set up a search party and rescue mission to find him. According to the Turkish channel NTV, not M. We don't do music at all. Music television. When news of the missing man got out, efforts to find him intensified in neighboring neighborhoods or in nearby neighborhoods 
let's see. With a large group of volunteers joining the mission, a search party was called uh, or calling for Mutu's name for hours. Then suddenly a man within the group spoke up and reportedly said, who are you looking for? I am here. He says <laughs> it is unclear, or unclear how he found himself in his own search party <laughs> or how his uh, friends didn't realize he was right under their nose the whole time. Police yeah. were able to safely escort him to his home. I think everybody was drunk is what I think that means. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. I think there's more there's more of a problem here than just the guy who was quote unquote missing. Yep. It's the friends who are like, uh, go look over behind that tree, Bill. Bill, yeah. Bill. <laughs> Rainbow oh, Bright yes, to Moltu. 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 Where are you? Or Mutlu. Mutlu. Rainbow Bright in the chat makes a good reference to Film Sack this last weekend. Uh, this says, makes me think of the of Hatchet, the movie Hatchet we just watched, <laughs> yes. with those friends who didn't go on the Swamp Tour. That's right. They still partied, man. Yeah. They did. It's like, oh, well, I guess our friends aren't coming back. Anyway, uh, let's go look at more boobs. Did we call them the chicks in the bucket or no? I don't remember. Uh, I think... Randy corrected you calling them the real chicks in the bucket. You had somebody else as the chick in the bucket. Oh, I did the guy drinking his own pee, I think. Yes, yeah. yes, Jack Cracker. But I guess he's he makes a whole thing in the sequel, so. Yeah, apparently he does. Yeah. Jack so Cracker he... apparently becomes very important, as does uh, uh, Reverend Zombie. Yeah, Reverend Zombie. Oh, man. That reminds me, i got to watch Men. I do want to watch the first 10 minutes of Hatchet 2 just to see since it picks up right where the other one left off. I kind of want to watch the first couple of minutes of that, the last few minutes of it, and then the first few minutes of three. Just, <laughs> you just want to, like, just watch the the frosting, really. Yeah. Like, all right, how's the movie begin? All right, how does yeah. it end? Okay, yeah, how's the, the next movie begin? Because the, <laughs> the whole thing with that series is that they just keep stacking on top of each other, and I want to see how they, how they do it. But I don't know if I can sit through, <laughs> you know, two more Hatchet movies. I don't think I can do it. I know, I know. That's it is really, it, it's the most egregious use of, hey, I've got 11 ideas for really funny, unusual ways to kill people. Yeah. How can we string them all together into a movie? <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Um, well, all right, let's see what else we got here. We got a story in Sweden. This is interesting. Sweden. Oh, that reminds me. I'm thinking of, uh, I don't know why this reminds me of it. Everything in Sweden reminds me of Wes Anderson. But have you seen the latest final trailer for that uh, French dispatch no. business? Did no. every actor in Hollywood sign up for that? Is that what happened? Well, yeah, it, it, that it seemed like that was in the uh, the trailer I saw a few months ago. When it's just like a never ending list of Kate Blanchett, Tilda Swinton, Timothy Chalamet, Everyone's Johnny Depp, yeah. Edward Norton, everyone's Melissa in Joan it. Hart, all people, Amy Mann, yeah, Jeff Bezos, all people are in it. All Jeff people Bezos. are in it. Uh, <laughs> There's a really great, it's fake, but there's a really great image going around of Shatner sitting with his fellow astronauts for his ship, <laughs> yes. and he's in the gold thing, and the rest are in red shirts, and, and yeah. uh, somebody... I, the I crew is up. very concerned about uh, the new mission uniforms for... Uh, yeah. My favorite thing is uh, is that some people don't understand that that's the entire joke of the image. And so they replied right. to me going, oh, I think red shirts are a bad idea. They shouldn't wear those. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, that's, that's great. Entire, yeah, you're, joke. you're not getting it. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole thing there, buddy. Oh, that movie comes out the same day as Dune, says Free Rangers. Is uh, that one going to be theater only? I bet it is because it's universal, right? I think. Or maybe Sony. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. The only ones that will be day and date, I guess, are just Warner Brothers at this point. Yeah. And, uh. Yep, and select theaters October 22nd. Okay. 
Well, I'm going to the theater to watch that. I'm excited about that. I am too. I love Wes Anderson, man. Cavalcade of stars. Everyone's in it, including Broken Nose uh, J- uh, Jim Jam. What's his name? Um, Owen Wilson? Uh, no, the other Broken Nose. Uh, he's in it too, but... Um, uh, oh, Adrian Brody? Adrian Brody. I saw Adrian Brody's face he, in there. Does he have a Broken Nose or just a ginormous one? I think it's busted, isn't it? All sideways and busted. I mean, it, you got to bump that thing into everything. You Like you try and go through a doorway and that hits the side. And Let's see. What if there's a nose about it? Oh, Saoirse Ronan is in this too. Elizabeth Moss, Jeffrey Wright. Everyone. That's funny. When uh, Jeffrey Wright was in uh, No Time to Die, because mm-hmm. Felix Leiter, of course, is in there. I said, mm-hmm. hey, it's the Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's the Watcher and he's going to be Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movie. I love that. That guy's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. What happened to Adrian Brody's nose? Oh, can you tell me if Jeffrey Wright's in the new James Bond thing? Or did his character die in a previous one? I don't remember. I just told you. He's in there, yes. Oh, you just said when he, he was came in there? On, when he, I said when he came on screen, I'm thinking, ooh, that's the Watcher. Oh, shit. Hold on. I'm, I said, oh, look, there's a, there's a red air on air light. I'm putting it up. Hold on. There you go, chat. Red on air light. Did you guys see it? I was too busy looking up Brody's nose. All right, I found it. <laughs> what happened to Adrian Brody's nose? In 1992, Adrian Brody was seriously hurt in a motorcycle accident in which he flew over a car and crashed headfirst into a sidewalk. He spent months recuperating. He has a broken nose three times. Oh, no, I'm sorry. And he has broken his nose three times doing stunts. The most recent was during filming of a movie called Summer of Sam. Mm. So he it is. All right, so he has broken. Maybe it was really small to begin with, and it just kept growing. Like, every time they he broke it, it, like... Uh, healed funny and that new cartilage and stuff yeah adrian brokey hey, let's, let's play a game yeah. uh are they in french dispatch or not oh that's a great game all right okay go uh let's start with uh let's let's start with something easy jason schwartzman uh yes yes he is in okay french dispatch all right uh colin firth uh yes he is not. Oh shit! And, uh, French dispatch. <laughs> I played my own ding <laughs> without checking with the judges. <laughs> uh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, Anne Hathaway. No. Correct. She is not in French dispatch. All right. Good. Who else? Uh, Henry Winkler. Oh my gosh. That seems so weird that he, that it might be true. I'm going to say yes because I want it to be. That is correct. He is in there. Oh, yes. what? Awesome. <laughs> Nick Jonas. Um, no. That is correct. No <laughs> Nick Jonas. Okay, good. I mean, whoops. <laughs> I got the buzz. Uh, Kate Winslet. Uh, Kate Winslet. Draw me like your French girls. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Yes, she's in. Okay, uh, she's in the movie. All right, uh, Fisher Stevens. Fisher, St- Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens from Short Circuit. Uh I'm gonna say again. I'm a little hopeful here. I'll say yes. Yes, he is. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> Amelia Clark. No, that is correct. You're good at this game. I am. I'm pretty good, good at this game. What else you got? Keep going. Uh, uh, let's see here. Let's give you um, Willem Dafoe. Oh, that's a hard one. Because yeah. he's been in Wes he's Anderson been, movies. Because he's been in uh, yeah. Wes Anderson movies before. He was great in that Steve, whatever it was called, the yeah. aquatic life thing. Um, 
I'm going to say yes. He is, yes. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Uh, Margot Robbie. No. Oh, you're good. Yeah. No, no Margot Robbie. <laughs> I have re- I'm not looking at the ca- cast here. I, I know. I'm really impressed. So far, I've been really impressed. Yeah. Uh, Liam Schreiber. I'll say yes on that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Getting lucky here. Okay. James, James McAvoy. No. Yeah. No, no. James McAvoy. All right. <laughs> really? I, think, I think we're here good. Yes. You're, you're... <laughs> I don't know why. Some of those I, names just sound. I'm even not trying to go like a yes and then a no. I'm trying to mix it up a little bit and do some yeses <laughs> and some nos and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Well, there. that was fun. I enjoyed that. that was yeah. A fun impromptu game. Back to Sweden. We never got to the story. The whole thing was We actually was never got to Sweden. Yes. Yeah, here's here's the Sweden story. They have a hotel, an entire hotel. Oh, this is why it reminded me of this, because of the Wes right. Anderson Hotel movie. Right, and, right. The Budapest, Grand yeah. Budapest. Uh, yeah. And now I got all off the thing. All right, here it is. Sweden has a hotel for sourdough starters. Yeah, that's right, pandemic lovers. Line up. Getting a new sourdough starter is a ton of work. Uh, everyone knows how that works. Well, now uh, Sweden sourdough sourdough hotels will care for travelers' bread dough while they go traveling. This is real, by the way. It's almost like childcare or something. Uh, it is sourdough. Babysit your sourdough. I hear uh, you can check out any time you like, but you can never loaf. You can never loaf. Ever loaf. Ever. Uh, there's there's a joke in there somewhere. I don't know where. It well, is. well, Sorry, it's, it's hard. Tangled up in my cord. <laughs> <laughs> but what else? What else rhymes with leave? Sleeve, ble- leave, leaven, leaven, leaven. Uh, leaven. You can <laughs> never need. <laughs> need. You can, you can check out anytime you like, but you can never need. You can never need. That's good. Oh, there's a place around here called Needers, and I love their sandwiches. But yeah, we got carbs. those uh, here. To that one here too. I want to eat them. Mm. Good breakfast stuff. Yeah, and their bread's amazing, but I'm trying to cut back on bread, so I probably shouldn't yeah. eat there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, so they got this hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not a professional baker, it doesn't matter. They'll take whatever you got. Uh, here's a quote. The thing with uh, sourdough is that you can't leave it alone for, uh, or leave it alone if you decide to travel, says Charlotta Sur, the owner of Stockholm Bakery RC Chocolat. Uh, she told this to Camilla Catalina Fernandez for for Vice Munchies. Vice Munchies. <laughs> Uh, um, she opened a 24-7 sourdough hotel at one of her storefronts in Stockholm Ar- in the uh, Arlanda airport. Arlanda. There you go. Arlanda. Yeah, mm-hmm. in Stockholm. Okay. So basically, you just have a place you can leave it. And then when you come flying back, you go check the the dough uh, back out. And they'll have taken yeah, care of and it. They'll have, they'll have uh, fed it daily. Yep. and uh, Which is funny. If you put it in the fridge, it can go like a week before you have to feed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but I guess yeah. if you want it tangier, if you want your bread tangier, you want to be, you want to have it out on the counter and feed it daily. Do you still? I mean, has anybody around you like come over with bread anymore? Like we we used to have people. No, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, for a while I was doing the bread, doing the sourdough. Although we were doing, we were having okay luck with the bread. We were having way better luck with the, um, the remains or whatever you call that when you transfer part of it the starter to a new glass add water and flour mm-hmm. and the remainder we were making some great biscuits and um cinnamon rolls and things like that we were doing great with those not so great with the bread uh crazy neighbor was doing bread for a while and he was mastering it like he was putting chunks of fruit in there or 
um, fennel seeds, uh, making rye, sourdough with rye in it. And uh, I don't think he's doing it anymore. I think he finally just gave up. Mm. Too much bread. It's a lot of work. For- it's a lot of work and it's a lot of carbs and a lot of, you know, it's probably not healthy to eat so much bread. Yeah. Sourdough is better than, you know, wheat or flour based business, but it's still, mm-hmm. still, you don't want to, you know, you just can't overdo it. Can't overdo Too it. Too much bread, man. So, yeah. So nobody, currently nobody, nobody doing bread in our house All right. or in the, in our neighborhood. Taylor was doing bread like crazy and now she doesn't do it anymore. And it bums me out because hers was amazing. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then also I'm like, well, it's good. I'm not eating bread. It's good. Yeah, exactly. That is the, there's the, the, uh, good and bad sides to it. That's right. Like all things in life, including this show where we take a break and play a song. That's a good thing in life. And then, uh, when that's over, we'll come back and have jury here, which is another good thing in life. Actually, it's all good things in life here on the show. So all Brian, good things in life. do you think, what do you think jury is going to say when he comes in and sees that, that, uh, Seinfeld image that we have in the chat? He's going to think that we're porn. What were you guys looking at in the chat? Yeah. He's going to wonder, he's going to ask. It makes Hello, me, friends. <laughs> it makes me makes me slightly wanting to delete it, but I'm leaving it up. We're leaving it yeah, up. No, no, we got to leave it up. Yeah, Absolutely. We're leaving it up. If, we'll see if what Nicole his was is. coming in, we probably would take that out of there. But. Yeah, but uh, she is not, and so we are not. Uh, all right. Uh, Brian, tell all right, us we're about going to London. Oh, we are we're going London. to London for a band called uh, The Shining Tongues. London uh, Town. They're, they're, Whee! I like what, London. What's that? I said, I like London Town. <laughs> okay. Uh, they have a debut album coming out called Milk of God. Uh, Gross. Well, whatever. Um, this uh, <laughs> album comes out, do we have a date on this? October 15th. Uh, so the end of this week, you'll be able to get this whole thing. Courtesy of Actual Size Music. This is the first single from the album. It's called Is It Fear? Here are the Shining Tongues. Fallen on the rough wood, it eats 
guys what's going on you know it's fall it's fall do you do you feel it uh we could all use a a, a stiff breeze <laughs> this episode's brought to you by blue chew guys listen confidence can take you pretty far in life it can help you in the bedroom as well especially when it comes to stepping up to the plate well that's where blue chew comes in blue chew is unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. And you can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. This process is pretty simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, no doctor visits, no sitting around in that office waiting for anybody, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made right here in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door as well in a very discreet package. So, first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions? That's right. Bluetooth can help you in, uh, you know, the ways you need it to help you. <laughs> so if you could benefit from that little bit of extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluetooth can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Bluetooth.com promo code TMS to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information as well. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring today's episode. Bluetooth. 
Who'd believe it? Saved from spider creatures by giant snails. Use your old tailgate to play cornhole. Listen very carefully, for I shall only say this once. This is the morning stream. We're back, everybody. That was very, uh, very nice. Tell me about that song one more time. Yeah, that song is uh, The Shining Tongues coming out from their brand new album, Milk of God, which comes out this week. And that's a song called Is It Fear? Nice. All right. Should we let Justin in? Yes. I think we should. Let him in. Let him in. I think it's an okay idea. And I got to play this. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. It's Justin Robert Young joining us from... Ooh, look at his cool background. Justin, look at this. Whoa, wow. fancy. Are pants. you outside in front of a, in front of the city of Austin? Yeah. No, no, I, I finally just took down the curtain so you guys could see the view from the... Oh, uh, I see. What a beautiful uh, window. Long time coming, yeah. yeah it's, it's like gorgeous. you're on one of those moon towers or something. That's where I live. I live. You on live a on a moon tower. tower? Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's you know a lot of people. You know we uh, they think maybe impossible. Only moons can live on these towers. Not so. <laughs> not not true. Well, all In right then. Face, celestial beings. Yeah. Take take that. Uh, Justin Robert Young joins us as he does every Tuesday to talk about stuff, and uh, it turns out kind of a bland week in politics. So we're not really going to go there, but uh, instead. I don't know why this feels close to home because I guess now, you know, technically, if Utah's going to have an NFL team, we kind of have to yeah. glom on to whoever's around us. And sometimes it was, uh, we were big into San Francisco for a while because of, uh, you know, team, team, Steve or, Young. Yeah, Steve Young, right. And we were real yeah. big into Denver every time Denver did anything cool back in the day. Uh, but these days, it's all about the Raiders because now they're only five hours away and they're in Vegas. They basically feel like a team that we can, you know, sort of have and back and whatever uh been some controversy uh justin uh surrounding that yeah. and apparently you know what's going on with it more than i do but um this is all uh around john gruden current or i guess now former head coach of the las vegas raiders as of last night he's uh resigned but what's the hullabaloo about what's going on with this so effectively there, there there's a couple layers to it uh number one there is an investigation, an ongoing investigation into another team, the Washington then Redskins, now football team, not because of the controversy over their name, but controversies over how much they had a pervasive culture of sexual harassment. So like the general primer on that is you had cheerleaders that were not being paid a lot of money that were flown down to shoot calendars and then told that it was mandatory that they had to go basically be escorts in in the sense that they needed to hang out with sponsors. Uh, I, I don't know if, if, if sex was encouraged, but that was some of the, the reporting coming out of there. Because of that, the Washington football team turned over a ton of emails to see what was happening to the league. Okay. The league, at some point a few months ago, kind of put a lot of this sort of under the rug, although not far enough, as now it, it initially, over the weekend, became an issue with John Gruden 
with him making a divisive racial statement about the head of the NFL Players Association, Demora Smith, saying that he had lips like Michelin tires. Mm. Uh, that drew a fairly lame, uh, <laughs> a lame excuse from Gruden saying that uh, he uses the term rubber lips as somebody that lies a lot, uh-huh. not the uh-huh. racial uh-huh. overtones to sure. the idea that saying that a black professional has the lips like Michelin tires, which I think, you know, fell on fell on deaf ears. Uh, and then the mother load came out, and that was last night. Uh, the New York Times reporting that not only was he uh, uh, making divisive statements about uh, the uh, uh, you know, gay uh, Michael Sam, the gay player who was drafted by the then St. Louis Rams, uh, also critical of female referees using a very inflammatory language for which he could not uh, uh, say anything, you know, pretend was anything other than that. And and with that, John Gruden, who had signed one of the most lucrative coaching contracts we have ever seen in the NFL. This was, I believe, a nine or ten year deal to get him out of the Monday Night Football booth, which is where he was, to become another head coach, a a process that seemed like it was actually headed in the right direction at the beginning of this season when the Raiders were one of the best teams in the league. They, uh, As this controversy breaks, last week they lose a game to a team that they probably sh- uh, should beat, and now their head coach, who is supposed to be there for the next seven years, is gone uh, because of uh, these unearthed emails that were sent roughly 10 years ago. So a quick uh, personal connection to this. Uh, Dylan, my son-in-law, and uh, his dad did a day trip to Vegas specifically to see that Bears game. So it was just this last weekend. And so they got up at like 5 a.m. or took a 5 a.m. flight, got to Vegas. There's nowhere to stay, so they can't do an overnighter because the hotels are gone when when they play, when, when games are in town. So they had to fly down, do the game, and then fly back which they did, but they were so excited to go because they thought, A, our first time since they've been in Vegas, uh, we've got vaccination cards, which they require there, so we're good. We we can go. Uh, So they're they're stoked about all of this, and they love the Raiders. They're just enormous fans. They have been their whole lives. And uh, they thought, well, this is a no-brainer because it's the Bears, and they suck this year, and there's no way that we're going to lose this game. So we're going to go there. We're going to see this win. It's going to be a win, win, win all day long for everybody involved. And instead, the Bears beat them. And they were, they were, you know, that was less than awesome for your first time seeing them since they've been in Vegas. Right. Um, but his comment to me right before the resignation happened was, because they were over last night, was they got to get rid of Gruden. And I said, oh, for all this stuff. And he goes, well, that stuff's bad, but also he's a terrible coach and we're going to keep losing if they don't get rid of him. So they have like fundamental coach problems with the guy. And as someone who doesn't get that into the weeds on the fandom, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think that would that would be the argument that you would have made last season. Uh, 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 This season, they were actually pretty good. They were they were among uh, they were they were playing, you know, one of the best teams in the league is in their division and they played them really tough. Uh, uh, So there was an argument to be made that maybe they had turned the corner. Maybe this was something that uh, uh, they were going to do. They, they were also said to be in on some other big quarterbacks that, that might be moving around. So uh, uh, 
prior, I think the consensus from, I mean, obviously local fandom is local fandom and everybody has their own opinions, but uh, uh, the consensus of NFL thought was that prior to this, maybe John Gruden still does know how to coach in the NFL because, mm. you know, he, he has not had a stellar track record, although he is very well respected amongst the owners. But I think there are kind of two elements to this. Number one, the football side of it. And number two, the fact that these are, are private emails that were sent uh, uh, 10 years ago. And, yeah. and not to say that what was said in them is not horrendous. Not to say that what was said in them isn't worthy of somebody getting fired. However, I do, I do wonder about about a future in which, uh, uh, you know, we have now lived in a a digitally recorded world for a very long time, and uh, uh, when when these things pop up, I I just I just find them I find them interesting because I do find when people. Uh, 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 cluck and strut around about how they don't have any skeletons in their closet. Uh, I, I I press X to doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't have any skeletons in my closet from the last five years. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. No fresh. Skeletons. You're safe. Yeah, you're safe. I, the way yeah. I look at it is so. Uh, I had back in the day in the ELR days. So like back in like 2004, 05, 06, I used to do a pretty horrendous asian accent on the show all the time yeah um because people thought it was funny i thought it was funny it was based on my brother who somehow in my head i'd kind of like got all my justifications in a row like well i'm related to this korean brother of mine who has this accent so me doing it is is cool because because i'm related right like that was my excuse it wasn't quite as weird as rubber lips but uh but you know that's how i justified it L- uh, recently heard an old episode uh, where I did that voice, yeah. Oh, it's a cringe fest, man. It's real rough to hear that stuff. And so, in a certain con- in a in a certain context, let's say I was I don't know, I'm done with podcasting. I'm running for Congress. Mm-hmm. Those come up. Those would come up. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, but those are things that we're broadcasting. Yeah, right? they're that, right. It was if public in the if, first place. If John Gruden was doing a podcast. And that was out there. I mean, that's like what got the 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 Jeopardy guy, uh, uh, the mm-hmm. the Jeopardy producer who was going to be the the replacement. Mike Williams. Alex, everything wound up. Richards, Mike Richards. Yeah. yeah, beginning to fall apart for him when he, an old podcast, uh, uh, you know, was was surfaced, and and so things similar to that came up. But ultimately, I think there were other stuff that kind of were the 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 ends of his his career. Yeah, that I even draw another line beyond private emails Mm. private communication Mm. like i'm not saying again once everything's out in the open then we're all going to judge it as if you said it publicly yeah Mm -hmm. right right we're all going to judge you like that yeah that being said how many of us have comported ourselves exactly in private the way that we do in public well i'm sure i'm sure that number is very low. <laughs> I mean, have do you? I mean, for the for the most part, I am who I am. So mm-hmm. it's it's almost yeah. bad for me because I maybe put too much out there. It's kind of bad for me. But I don't. I'm pretty much no different. If the people, you, so you, you, you don't you, you don't you don't think that you've ever said things privately that you would not say publicly. Oh no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we were talking to the yeah. kids about this the other day. But um, never with paper documentation. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have definitely well, I mean, said like, something. Look, he he didn't know it was paper documentation, yeah. right? Right, right, right. Like, right. That's that's the thing. Is number one, uh, 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 you know that that operation was run by jocks because nobody looked to bleach bit those servers before they turned them over to the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Most of, <laughs> like, most right. of, most anything yeah. I have ever said that I feel like would embarrass me is mostly dumb or I don't know. I. The idea that your email communications, yes, private, but are just f- riddled with like racial epithets or uh, yeah. sexist language or whatever, I don't have that. And, and anyone no. who would like to go search through my shit can go look if they want. I don't have any of that stuff. So my point is like, I don't know if that's the line. Maybe it is the line. Like a private email that says, boy, I, there's nothing I like more than putting a corn cob up my butthole. Like if that's the thing you said. That's embarrassing if it gets out. Nobody wants to hear about your butthole sure. corn thing. But it's not the same as you going, ah, that black guy, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. there's a difference there. No, so. no, no, no. Again, uh, 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 racial statements are racial statements. I, I, I think that the larger conversation that should happen with John Gruden is uh, how much he was among the norm in the management mm-hmm. world of the NFL much of which is still in place and the ownership class that is still in place. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it surprised me not at all that, that this is how those guys talk privately. Yeah. Same. Like, I mean, here- that, that is something that, that, that does not surprise me. Now, is it enough to lose his job? Obviously. So we are in a different world now than we were then. But when, when I talk about the idea of, of, of the privacy thing, I don't mean necessarily that you said the thing, quote unquote, right? Yeah. Like that, that you said a thing that was uh, 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 objectionable. Because we, when these kind of private things are, are made public, we don't have the, 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 the ability to put them in any kind of context beyond the one that we've just revealed this secret thing. So any kind of unkind thing that you might have said about somebody that was going through something in their lives or anything like that, which I think we all do. I know I have. Uh I know I know I have been mad in situations that were far more contextual than if you were to just lay it bare in front of the entire world and you would be kind of left saying, well, well, but you got to understand at the moment Mm -hmm. that I was mad about Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I would be, uh, I, I think I don't know. I, I would say that I've said for a long time that all of Western society would crumble if all of the i messages that have ever been sent just popped up on the Pirate Bay in a searchable database. Oh right, yes, I saw this on Twitter yesterday. I, I, I didn't know the context that you were saying at the time, but now now this makes sense. That you you were you were basically it was basically commentary on this John Gruden thing, and I and I agree. Like uh, we also humanity has feels like lately anyway in a public way we have zero capacity for forgiveness and it kind of drives me mm-hmm. nuts i think we got to figure out a way to be better about that but but i also get why we are, we are more justice minded we we our, are more justice minded we're, we're more like quick justice minded and not take your time and suss it out and get the nuance and all that and it's kind of a bummer but it, part of this isn't part of this possible that the the leadership in the nfl is more or even just in that team is more like, well, yeah, this is systematic and it already was. And this is just old emails, you know, proving that one person talks like this, but it's probably everywhere and whatever. But, but moreover, this is just bad morale right now for the team. And we are going to keep losing. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta pull ourselves out of this. A lot of stuff's at stake here. Cause is, I mean, that's enough reason to fire a coach. I've seen him fire coaches just cause 
they had a winning season all year and didn't get to the to get to the big show and then well all right new coach next year like well it, i mean you know what i mean i don't know if it could basically be punting on the season yeah so like you are basically saying we don't care about winning this season uh uh we care more about getting out from under this gigantic contract with john gruden because it is a very long contract if we now have an out for uh, uh, conduct unbecoming to the team, which is a part of most contracts, then either you can exercise that right now or you cannot. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and it was a resignation by John Gruden. So maybe they figured out some quick money understanding for him to walk out the door. But, uh, uh, I, I, I think this is about the fact that the NFL is in a different, all the sports societies in a, in a, in a, in a far different place yeah. where you can't just say like, yeah, you know, uh, 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 boys will be boys. And how much did he mean? And oh, who knows? This is what happens. It's the NFL jocks. Like this is actual locker room banter between two old jocks yeah. who, are, who are doing jock things. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that society has changed. And, and I think that this is reflective of it, that, uh, of, you know that this isn't something where the the Raiders are coming out and saying absolutely this has to be a uh, 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 you know a line in the sand has to be drawn because what what two men who are joking around in an email sans context like should not be held against them but uh, uh, they didn't they got him the hell out of there yeah which is a I just you know the money that's at stake here is. But that's why you yeah. get him out there now, because in the contract, if he has demonstrated conduct unbecoming of the team, which is interesting, it'd be an interesting legal question to say, like, <laughs> is a email revealed 10 years after you sent it before you worked for the team conduct unbecoming of the team? Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, I would assume that that is at play. And that's why you got to get him out of here now. Or else if you don't, you could, you would have you know less standing to be like, all right, he's got to go yeah. later. This is a you lot. Know. This isn't that much different, by the way, than all this Activision Blizzard stuff. It's kind of the same thing. We're we're entering uh, a new maturation phase for the games industry. We're also in a very different place societally, like you said, and yeah. we're also dealing with a systemic thing that is not just limited to Activision Blizzard. Um, and there there's a lot of nuance there too about you know why people like me took it harder than maybe others because you know we had a we had we had a really it would be like if somebody would thought John Gruden was just Jesus, you know, in every way and, and then finding this out and it's just shatters your, you know, your impression of somebody. But, but I feel like there's just a lot of this going around <laughs> right now. And it's very easy for, we also live in a time where everybody gets, get, has their own freaking, you know, foghorn and they can fire it up anytime they want. And they can pretty safely do that without anyone knowing what shitty thing they said in their email 10 years ago. Um, and so they, they feel safe in, in being as judgmental as possible. Um, I think two things I mean, can be true. Yeah, like this we, can be. We, this... we just got out of another coach controversy in the NFL, where the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars went viral on a Saturday night after his team played a Thursday night game, uh, wherein he's the ex head coach of the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. He goes back to uh, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, goes to a bar or a restaurant that has his name on it. Yeah. It's called like the Urban Meyer Chop House. He is Urban Meyer gets lit at the bar and is on tape or on on social media uh with having some random lady grind on his grind on his piece while uh, <laughs> uh you know they're just getting lit together uh-huh. uh and and he got into a gigantic 
controversy about that that might have cost him his job uh, uh, you know because he might have lost you know the locker room although unlike John Gruden there's been no optimism with his team his team has sucked and and continues to suck uh, 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 then now forever but uh, uh, it is it, we are we are in a we are we're in a different world and and I do think that for industries like Blizzard industries like the NFL where you have not had a whole lot of uh, any kind of recourse for people that think maybe some of this behavior is toxic and gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe these industries have lulled themselves into a false sense of security, believing that, well, nobody's complaining. So that's why this is cool. Yeah. Are learning very quickly that both for their fan base, the press and people inside their organization that, you know, the, 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 the tyranny of the majority there is something that needs to be corrected for. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick Utah connection here. Hold on a sec. Utah connection. Uh, Urban Meyer, the uh, after two seasons at Bowling Green, he took the job at Utah in 2003. Play, uh, coached for the Utes. Uh, let's yep. see, he was there for the Western Mountain Conference, Coach of the Year, 10-2 record. He did really well here. And a- then went to Florida, where he had a, a, a big legendary career, yeah. uh, uh, including bringing uh, uh, through uh, Aaron Hernandez, who was, uh, I think, at that point, murdering people. Yeah. Uh, uh, left because he wanted to focus more time on his family, which eventually meant that him he went to Ohio State and then uh, left in a bit of a cloud of controversy there and now has gone to uh, Jacksonville, where... You know, just mildly, possibly cheating on his wife is is probably a, uh, a a fun distraction. I haven't heard a phrase like grinding on his piece in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is a that is yeah. a that is a salty phrase. I like it. Um, all right. Well, we maybe some of you learned a little something today. We don't usually talk about football, certainly not in this context, but uh, yeah. uh, stuff going on out there. And the- I mean, I think that there's there is there, there, there's a lot to kind of a uh, 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 break it out on, and and I. I don't want the element of retribution to a stale industry to to be overtaken by the the questions that I have where I, I don't really even have a moral stance on whether or not the revelation of these old things are, are good or bad. Uh, I think that it's just like looking at the weather and having an opinion on if rain is good or bad, whether or not you believe that it is uh, uh, up or down, it's going to it's going to come. And I think that we are, you know, uh, uh, the wolves will come for us all. Yeah, we will all we will all find some element of of our lives that will be revisited uh, uh, small or or, or large sure. uh, coming forward. My epitaph on my gravestone will say. Uh, here lies Scott Johnson. He did ding pong. That'll be the. That'll be. That'll be it. <laughs> that'll be it. Yeah. That'll that'll be the heat I get. It's, on my it afterlife. is interesting. It's like you know when, when you know for for celebrities you often think like all right well what's like the first line of their obituary mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, uh and and where where do our where do our sins rank among our achievements sure. in our in our legacy yeah that's that's an interesting an interesting thought now as you pointed out where we are we are not in a a a time of nuance we are in a time of justice which i think for many folks uh that's long overdue yeah i agree just we just gotta you know sometimes we just gotta think and dial it back a little folks two things can be true uh gruden maybe is a douchebag i don't know maybe he is other <laughs> thing could be true is we don't maybe. have all the info and we don't maybe. have to be so you know ready to kill everybody as a result i don't know 
Like, I don't know. We just all have a voice now. What are we supposed to do? We're all we're all on Facebook. We get to say what we want. Welcome to the welcome to the future. Everyone. The wisdom of crowds. The most bullshit thing I ever learned. All right. Hey, yeah. Justin, uh, plenty going on around uh, your world. And now you got this cool view of the city there. Uh, what's uh, what's stuff people should be looking for this week? Uh, politics, politics, politics. This week, uh, we're going to talk about something that is uh, uh, fascinating. Uh, many of your listeners might have actually been affected by it, and I might be affected by it tomorrow when I try to get on a Southwest flight to go from here to Florida. <laughs> but uh, uh, there has been a tremendous amount of Southwest cancellations and a lot of rumors around why it happened. In fact, some uh, centering around the idea that people might have been calling out pilots and flight crew because... It was uh, a, a protest against the vaccine mandates. Oh, I actually have what I like to refer to as informed scuttlebutt. <laughs> it's not real reporting. It's informed scuttlebutt, uh, uh, wherein I, I think we can we can take down the heat on a little bit of, of some of the rhetoric. But uh, I, I will confirm that there is something vaccine related to why these things got canceled and might get canceled again in a mass wave in a few days. So is your, is your go ahead and listen to-, to that and in an interview with Molly Wood about her brand new podcast, which is great, How We Survive. So oh, yeah, I hear that's awesome. That I need to check that out. Been meaning to since I heard about it on DTNS. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, good luck with all of that, and may your favorite NFL team be squeaky clean. Bye now. All right. Oh, shit. The jury will not retire. The jury will not retire. Yeah, I got it. I totally forgot to play it. All right. Well, that was great. Uh, yeah. Little NFL talk. Man, I wish we had our own team. I always wish that. I wish that. I yeah. wish Utah could just get a team. We got the Jazz. Can we have another ZZ name for a football team? <laughs> the Grizz. The uh, we have that in hockey. We got the Grizzlies. Yeah, you got the Grizzlies. Yeah, the uh, we have the bees. The pizzazz. The Utah pizzazz. Wait, not the bees. What's the? That would be the shittiest name for a football team, the Pizzazz. Pizzazz. <laughs> I would hate you know, it. No, the Jizz. The Jizz. Yeah, the Jizz. <laughs> the lure for real. The Utah Jizz. The Utah Jizz. <laughs> Wonderful. The Utah Fuzzy Wuzzy. Yeah, that's a great idea as well. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Big thanks to everybody for being here and supporting us at patreon.com slash TMS. Those who do support us. You're awesome. And i um, sending you new artwork today for the month. So look forward Ooh. to that. And if that sounds interesting, go check it out. Read up on how you could benefit from a membership at patreon.com slash TMS. Okay, I think we're done. Um, we're not totally done until you play a song, though, so maybe you should do that, I guess. Oh, so I could take my time and uh-huh. noodle around and just extend things as long as I want. Uh-huh. All right, uh, Albert says, Dear Scott and Brian, I'd like to request Enter Sandman by Alicia Cara and The Warning. I don't have a specific day in mind for the request, so fit in when you can. It's on the new Metallica Blacklist album uh, in conjunction with the 30th anniversary of Metallica's Black Album. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I've been a big fan of The Warning since you played their song 21 Century Blood for Indie in the Middle on, uh, in, in May 2017. TMS episode 1264. If you enjoy their version of Enter Sandman, you should check out the rest of their music. It's all on YouTube, Apple Music, and Spotify. Nice. Uh, I hope once you hear their music, you will say, I can definitely see why you like it. Ooh. I should play that since he brought it up. I can definitely see why you like it. There it is. 
Cool. Uh, thanks, Albert from Maryland, Mayor McCheese, when he's in the chat room. Nice. Well, uh, Mayor, who am I to argue with this? So, yeah, this this amazing cover album came out last month. Uh, Metallica and a bunch of different artists got together and did new versions of each of the songs from the Black Album, Metallica's Black Album. Lots of them. Like five versions of Nothing uh, Else Matters or uh, 18 versions of Enter Sandman and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, this is Alicia Cara and The Warning with their cover of Enter Sandman. Perfect. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of the show. Be good until then. Bye.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Come. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.